Hey, it's Margot Tantow here. Welcome to Windowsill Chats, a podcast for creatives and the creatively curious. I am so glad you're here. I've spent decades working with artists and being one myself. I've spent time in the trenches, figuring out the best way to get something made, how to put oneself out there, how to get your work noticed, and pull yourself up and face the next challenge. Windowsill Chats brings you creativity from a global perspective, as I talk in depth to friends I've met along the way. I'm here to bring their stories to you, as well as a few of my own, and see if there's anything you can pull out for yourself. Maybe a laugh, something you can relate to, and definitely a little bit more community for your quiet corner. So grab a cup of tea or coffee or a glass of wine and join me over in my sunny windowsill. Yes, I need your trouble. Chats. I am so glad you are here with me today. If you've been listening, you might have heard me have a wonderful couple of chats with Beth Buffington. And you might have also captured in that conversation her passion for using Procreate. So I wanted to bring her back on and find out a little bit more about that passion and how it has led to her teaching a fantastic class that we can all participate in should we choose to. But also just a little bit more about her thinking about how to create art, how to license all those things. She's got great experience. Beth Buffington is a licensed illustrator. She's an adjunct college professor and an online digital illustration instructor. And I think if I had had her as a teacher, well, I just wish I did. So I'm going to do it now. Like most creatives, Beth has been drawing since she was old enough to hold a crayon. She studied art in college and graduated with a degree in graphic design and illustration. After working in several corporate communications departments, she decided to focus on her personal passions, which I highly recommend, and started her today businesses, BDI Celebrate Today and BDI Create Today. Beth's work is twofold. She creates illustrations and home decor products, and she also instructs creatives how to be Curious about trends, color, texture, and materials through the creation of digital illustration. She teaches the power and portability of Procreate through her online course, Learn the Art of Procreate. But she also stresses the importance of being visionary about where and how creatives can achieve a healthier, happier, and more prosperous art business. Who doesn't need that info? Life is every day. Realizing the layers of happiness that each today provides is what makes Beth creative. She learned early in life that we must celebrate the little moments and remember daily to treasure the people we love. Celebrating every day is being mindful of simple and natural luxuries in life like lighting candles for dinner or an ordinary Tuesday when dinner is takeout. It's realizing we can celebrate the ordinary that makes life extraordinary. Here's Beth and a little bit more about all these wonderful things that she threads throughout her life. Beth, thanks so much for coming back. I am thrilled to be talking to you again today. 
Oh my gosh, I'm more than excited about being here again and chatting with you so much that we can talk about. I'm looking forward to this so much. Me too. You know, Beth and I had an opportunity to chat with each other and and thought, oh gosh, we need to have her back on because she's, as you heard in the introduction, doing all sorts of wonderful things. And I think it's relevant to all of us. And so, you know, why not share? One of the things we were just talking about before we pressed play was the why, why we do things. Why did we choose this creative path or why are we investigating it for some of us? You know, we're all in different places. And I think um, it's so important to do that gut check every once in a while about, yes, I thought I I thought I wanted to do it because it really speaks to me, but here I am, you know, slogging along and filling orders or, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to do this thing this year. That's going to, I know it's going to move me forward or I'm going to learn something, you know, there's just so many reasons, but I think the main thing is checking into your, to your own gut. Mm -hmm. Knowing um, what your why is, is important. Like I was telling you, um, Margo, I actually have a post-it note. It's getting all curly now because it's, it's been here for over a year, but it just says, what is your creative why? And I often look at that and ask myself that question. And, you know, it's not always the same answer every time um, you, you have a different why depending on your season of life or a goal that you're reaching for or what you want to do as far as pivoting, knowing why you are doing that or why you're tired or um, why you have a goal or why you're not reaching that goal. It's really good to stop and just ask that question bald face mm-hmm. and, and make yourself answer it like in one sentence. What is your creative why right now? You know, what is it mm-hmm. now? Um, because it it will change and and being aware of what you're doing and why you're doing it um, is important. It really is. And we're halfway into the first month of the new year. And, you know, it's a time for reflection and and exciting, like new opportunities. We tend to, you know, all the sprinkles and the and the and the sparkles of last year kind of ended up in one spot and we kind of clean those out and start fresh. And you mentioned something recently that I loved and I'm, I've been thinking about, and that is that in January, you try to make sure you're having lemon things. Yes. Yes. Say Um, more about that. I love that. So um, there's something about lemon that just, I think, gives me a very clean feeling. The smell of lemons, lemon cleansers. Maybe this is because when I grew up, my mom had a lot of cleaning products that were lemon, you know, and you'd come home from school and everything would smell like lemon and the house would be all clean. And you it just felt good and cozy and tidy to yeah. have that happening. So January is um, a, a place where you can go in and do some housekeeping, you know, yes. uh, clean out those clutter corners, uh, look at your goals, decide, you know, what what worked last year and where do I see myself going in the next year? And so one way I do that is at my birthday is in January. I always ask for um, a birthday cake that is lemon flavored and um, it just add lemon to my yogurt, you know, all the things that just help me feel clean. I can feel refreshed and renewed and, you know, that citrusy 
feeling just helps with that in so many ways, like feeling clean and eating clean and, and just thinking, okay, it's time to be new and, and what can I do? So having extra ways to either visual, visualize that or, you know, um, taste it, I think it helps create that feeling of um, let's get going. And I, I think too, that Things that are citrusy are, you know, they're zesty and they make you feel a little bit more spirited and excited mm. about what could be. And, you know, January gives you that chance of, of saying, imagine what I could do if. And, right. you know, when we're figuring out what that creative why is in January, you can decide if you want to tweak it or you want to pivot it or, you know, what wasn't working and how you might want to just re-sculpture that. So now we're, we're happy, you know, and everybody tries to set those New Year's resolutions, you know, and by now we're all not at the gym and, you know, we're all... <laughs> Right. We're all doing the things that are bad habits. So whatever that might be. And that's okay. Yeah. Don't get down on yourself. No, don't get down on yourself. But the thing is that, you know, creatively, I think that you can take a look at what you, what you want to do. And some of that with, um, with, you know, quite of the people who are listening to this podcast are probably, you know, moms or there are females that are, um, or their partners that are working to keep a house going and maintaining, um, you know, their children and maybe their family and parents, their healths. And there's a lot of things that just pull us in many directions, no matter who yes. you are and what season of life you're in. And so many of those things keep us from creative. And, you know, how many, how many times we have like, I, I this is what I'd like to do. And then the day gets busy and you end up not getting those creative goals even started or, or even looked at a little bit because life got busy. Right. So in January, it could be a good time for you to say, well, when can I find that time? And can I carve it out and make sure that I give myself that time to be creative and mm. see what I can do. And, and instead of just imagining what that is, figuring out what you can create today, you know, what could you do in minutes while you're having coffee in the morning, or you can carve out an hour several times a week, you know, make, make that time and set it up. And, you know, that, that'll help you refresh and feel zesty. And, you know, it doesn't take long before a habit you can make something a habit, you know, right. like, what do they say? How many times you have to do something before it becomes a habit? I know. I think there's a few answers to that, but um, yeah, no matter what it is, it's a really good feeling to, to miss something. If you don't do it, you know, that's when, you know, mm -hmm. it starts to become a habit. Like, yes, you know, oh my gosh, I'm not swimming at the pool tonight. I wish I was instead of, oh my gosh, don't make me go swimming, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's right. Feeling. That's right. So um, my husband is um, an athlete. And if he doesn't get out to run or lift weights or, you know, whatever biking, he loves to bike. If he doesn't get out to do that, he gets restless. And so I've never been an athlete. I'm really horrible at sports. But I've watched Tom and I've watched and I've admired his um, dedication to working out. And, and he does it for 
because he loves he loves sports, but he also does it because he knows um, with his family history, it'll help him stay healthy. Mm-hmm. And so that sort of dedication has inspired me to be better at getting myself moving. And yeah. it is true that when you start doing it, you do it. And then, but because I'm not an athlete, if I don't do it, I don't miss it. And so uh-huh, I yeah. know I have to keep working at it or or it will fall off the habit the habit train for me, you know. So um, I think that creativity is that way too. And so often a lot of us really want to do that creativity, but because of families and obligations and maybe a full-time job, not everybody is a, a you know studio artist that is just making their own art. A lot of us um, are working full-time somewhere else and our creativity is something we do as a hobby or a side hustle. And finding time to do that is is sometimes really difficult. So, yeah, thinking about that habit forming that daily. What will you create today? Right, right. You know, I think I think, and I can think of many people's careers I've watched where there's been a slight shift where they say, you know, I'm going to draw in my journal every day, and then, you know, ten years later, mm-hmm. they're all of us know their name. You know, we we can't wait mm-hmm. to see what those drawings are and their successes have been. So it is really about giving yourself the gift of some time for yourself, some consistency for that. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it, it, the, that, that old saying, you know, a journey of a thousand miles starts with that one step. So what if you started that step today and right. then imagine, you know, where you could be at the end of the year. This is a, I mean, you can, you can start this. Maybe you're listening to this podcast and it's March because that happens. Right. Oh yeah. Make, make, make March your January. You know, you, exactly. can, you can do that anytime, but making sure that you, you spend that time to invest in yourself. And quite often it will help you if you can figure out a way to, you know, zest that up Um, again, (laughs) talking about lemons, you know, what can you do to make that creative time something that is energizing? So maybe you need to tweak it a little bit different. You know, maybe it's a skill that you're going to learn that is outside of your comfort zone, Mm -hmm. or maybe it's something you haven't done in a while that you'd like to come back to those kinds of things that um, makes you think about it. And when you think later today, I'm going to do this, you get that little, ooh, yes, I can't yeah. wait. Um, <laughs> instead of, oh, that's right. I told myself every day I was going to do this. And now I have to do this for this amount of time. So find find that bit of creativity that might be just that much, ex- you know, creating that much more excitement for you as as a, an artist, as a creative person. I agree. So, I mean, those are the things that make like when you can have habit making be really fun, you know, are you something you look forward to? I, I mean, that's a gift to yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and there's even some science behind that, you know, neuropathy uh, is that whole, like, where is your brain? You do the same things over and over and over. Your brain is always following that same path. But if you mix it up and you take a different route, then your brain is experiencing new things and it makes your brain excited. Mm-hmm. And so um, it, it not only expands your knowledge, but it also increases that interest. And that can be done, you know, just even the smallest things like changing up where you create your art um, or, you know, even, even small things about just if like you always go to the grocery store and you take the same route, 
mix it up, go somewhere yeah. different. So you have other things to look at and you're not on auto autopilot the whole time, you know, um, it's small things like that, that you can do that can start just keep getting you out of a rut and making life just a little bit more interesting. And if you can do that on the way to the grocery store, imagine what you could do with your artwork. If you you picked a different place to do art or you picked a different supply or a different genre or, you know, you always draw still life. Well, draw something that's not still, you know, what, what else can you do? <laughs> you know, I think we have, people assume certain things about us. I, I was looking at someone on Instagram can't think of their name right this moment, but they do a lot of things. They um, illustrate, they make jewelry, they make things in clay, which is, I can relate to very much because I like a lot of different things, but we tend to, um, or society tends to, to give us, want to give us one label. Oh, they're an illustrator or they, whatever, they're an excellent writer, whatever that might be. But I completely stand behind trying your hand at whatever is interesting you. And that's that same, you know, if you want to learn something new or pick a different medium, then do, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't, it shouldn't stop us really. Um, but no. it seems like the out, like we know that on the inside, but we're like, well, this is what I'm doing. So I'll just keep doing it. Nope. Mm -mm. Switch okay. it up. Well, and you don't have to be great at everything you do either. You can, um, you know, be brave enough to be bad at something. And then uh, what you'll find yes. is quite often it strengthens the thing that you are good at because you've just, you know, increased your neuropathy paths. I am such not a scientist. I'm sure you're going to have people say, <laughs> she said that all wrong. But it is, uh, you know, just expanding your vision and and looking at different facets of creativity helps you see different as an artist and and uh you know the that artist eye is something that we can never um keep tweaking you know you want to be better in 2020 with your artist eye so yeah, by trying true. something new you really think of things in a different way if you're doing something 3d when you start drawing you'll be able to draw better because you've worked in 3d and you know all that pull push pull thing is going to work in those different um, avenues. It works with languages or with music. You know, if you know how to play the piano and then you pick up the guitar, you're going to know how s s chords are formed. You know, it's, it just, you know, when you think about mm -hmm. it, it works. And I would think you as a teacher with such interesting students, you must really notice that with them when something clicks for them. Yes, I, it is. Um, I had this one student just this year that she would work on a piece of art and then every time I saw her, she'd reworked it and planned something different. And and then halfway through the semester, she um, got an iPad and she started working in Procreate. And, and so that added a whole new level to all her art because she had been working on paper. She had been drawing an illustrator. She'd been trying to, um, you know, do some of her illustrations in in um, Photoshop. But she got her, she got her iPad, completely opened up a whole new pathway for her. Mm -hmm. And it was just really fun to see how how her artwork changed and just how she um, how she played with things and you know different textures and brushes and things that she couldn't do in other formats. Um, it was it was really fun to watch her do that. 
And um, yeah, so that happens time and time again. I had another student last spring, an animation project, and he was also a musician. And so for the animation, he wrote his own custom song to go with the animation that was due. It really was cool just to see him bring in a completely different talent that wasn't part of the lesson. I mean, the extra time he took to compose it and then record it and then edit that and then bring it in to make, you know, to make it match up with his, his um, animation, just insane, insane. But seeing that creativity, like I couldn't help myself. I had to write this song. I mean, how, how wonderful is that? Right. I love that. And it must've been, I imagine for him, who's a musical thinker, obviously it, he saw the whole thing probably in his mind. You know, he mm-hmm. had to, he had to kind of do the whole thing. I, my kiddo is, um, he's just in high school, but he's at a, he's at a creative high school. And he, last night when I woke him up, he said he was up till three because he just had this idea for a screenplay and he just wanted to get it out. And I have not oh, wow. heard that from him before. And I was like, yes, it's all coming together. I was like, great. You can, that. if that's what you were doing more power to you. you that know? is, that is so neat. Uh, that is so neat. I, I love to hear that, you know, that you couldn't help it. Something had to come out of your head mm-hmm. somewhere into a computer, onto paper, onto canvas, into whatever, because it was there and it needed to come out. That That is really fun. I love that. And I think, Beth, that that's what you've done with your Procreate, you know, thoughts and lessons and teachings. And you've you've put that all together into this new course. And I know last time we talked, we talked about this a bit too, but you've had some time to refine it. And as I hear you um, kind of explaining these things, I'm thinking to myself, you know, procreates one of those things where I think it's some kind of magic because like you said, the student you have, you, you are able to do things that you can't really do I mean, you might be able to if you had the right setup and the right tools and the time and everything, but you have this iPad on your lap and you can take it with you and you you can do that. But the learning how, I know for me personally, stops me because I, I, I don't have the tools I need, but I, <laughs> I know you do. So let's chat about you, all the things you've put together for this new venture. So... Um, right. The Procreate course, what what I I have been enamored with Procreate since I got my first, I got an iPad in 2017. And the the Apple genius at the Apple store told me, like a lot of people, you're an illustrator. Oh, a lot of people like this app called Procreate. So I went home and I downloaded it. And um, at that time, I wasn't, I really wasn't a big YouTuber. I wasn't, I didn't have Skillshare and I was just kind of playing around with it. And if you're trying to learn it all on yourself, it is really hard. And then you start finding out, oh, I can, I can go on Skillshare. I can learn some things or I can go on YouTube. I can learn some things and you do, but you start learning in like this Swiss cheese sort of fashion. There's Mm -hmm. always some holes that you think, I think there's probably a better way to do this, or I'm not quite sure why this keeps happening. Mm -hmm. And um, so what, what is nice is if there's, you know, what if there was this mm-hmm. class that you could take where you could start at the beginning and go through and learn all the things you should know to really get yourself um, being able to create your art 
not the art that someone's going, let's draw, um, you know, let's draw a landscape. And so you draw the landscape that looks like looks the landscape like that, yeah. So, so what if you're able to learn these tools so that you can get that art that you wake up at three o'clock in the morning? I have to do this. What if, what if there was a way for you to be able to draw that, even if you have to take, you know, someone to or to um, soccer practice, or you have to go over and spend the afternoon with, you know, um, an elderly company. What if you were able to take that with you and still work on your art? Think of all the hours that you could add to your day that way. So this is what I was thinking about when I started my course. It's like, what if there was a way for you to learn Procreate and make your own unique art? And then uh, what if I was able to share that with everyone and tell them, mm. This opened up so much for me when I started working in Procreate. I was no longer stuck in my studio when I had an idea. I could take, I could take my um, my iPad out to the couch and you know draw while I was watching you know TV with Tom, or I could take it out on the patio and enjoy a bonfire in you know the evening. I I could take it to the park. I could have it in the car. You can take it to the airport. You know, there's just there's just really no limit to where you can take your iPad. So what if there was a course that would help you learn those things? So that's what I developed last year. And then I took a look at it um, again, and I thought, one of the things I have seen by meeting all the students that I've had just this past year is that everyone is so individual, and they're really not only anxious to learn Procreate and very um, energetic about that, but quite often most of them have some sort of artistic goal that they are reaching for. You know, some of them want to um, license their art. Some want to do something wholesale. Some want to just do crafts and get their things on products so they can give them as gifts. Everyone has goals. Well, what if there was a way for me to set up my class so you could choose that that line that you wanted to go into? So I've I've got my course set up now that you know you if you're a real introvert you just like ah, I just want to learn Procreate I don't want all the bells and whistles, but I want to be able to go and uh, create my own art on that. I've got you covered. And then what if um, there was another way for you to learn Procreate where you could be in a community of other artists from all over the world? Hmm. I've now had people in Canada and Spain and all over the United States that has come that have come to the class. So what if there was a place for you to go and meet and be in the same place, like the same classroom with them mm -hmm. um, and be there for Q&As and Zoom sessions and ask questions and share your art? What if there was a way for you to make those friends in addition to learning Procreate? And then what if you were able to ask those questions that you have that are unique to your learning style and actually get answers back so that you could keep moving ahead with your progress so that I've got you covered there's a tier for that and then what if not only did you want to learn procreate and have that community of um, artists to commune with but what if you wanted to even go farther and you wanted to be able to envision where your business could go later or by mm -hmm. a year from now and you were really interested in learning more about how to get your art licensed or how to get your art on wholesale or what if you're interested in learning how to um, figure out how to get product onto Amazon or what if you wanted to know more about just uh, world trends as far as color and you know what is happening in the home decor world well 
I don't have all the answers for that, but I know people who do. And so I have been talking to a lot of my artist friends that are going to come and go down those paths and Mm. actually learn those skills on top of it. So those will be, those will be speakers that will be part of um, the procreate class. And this last, this last um, level that you can take is called visionary. And it is uh, a couple extra weeks long because we do bring in these speakers. And you also have some time with me one-on-one at the very beginning of the class, just to talk about who you are as an artist Um, what Procreate is going to help you do. And then, you know, figure out, like, do you have a path of where you'd like to go? And what might that look like? Then you have time while you're working on your Procreate and um, going to the Zoom sessions and and sharing art on the, uh, in the the Create Today community. And then towards the end of our class time, uh, another another time to have a one-on-one with me just to talk about where you've progressed and where you think you'd like to go. And um, we'll talk about what you might be able to do to to keep working and getting to where you envision yourself being. So you can kind of set some sights. That is where I'd like to take this course this year is just helping students more individually, not only with Procreate, but then what can you do with this skill? I see so many talented artists that come in and sometimes you just need um, just a little boost or you need to know where all the doors are to get where you need to go. Where's the front door? Where's the side door? Is there a back door? Is there a trap door? I might not be able to open the door for you, but I can tell you where those are so that it'll be easier for you to understand, you know, how to get where you need to go with your unique art. So that, that is something that I'm really, um, we're going to uh, investigate and concentrate on in 2023 with Learn the Art of Procreate. So uh, I I know with, the, with my college course that I teach, being able to talk to each student one-on-one and find out where are their strengths, where are their weaknesses. So um, talking about that just upfront where do you excel? Let's make sure you just light yourself on fire there. Where do you find yourself weak? Um, let's talk about that. Those are places where you feel so vulnerable. And that quite often is an area that keeps you from getting. And that might not be in an artistic skill. It might be just in your confidence as an artist mm-hmm. and understanding that um Sometimes you're the, you're your own worst critic, and if you right. can quiet yourself down, you can actually go so much farther. You're louder than anyone else in the room, and and quite often other people in the room are going, "Yay, your art's so great! I really love it." <laughs> and in your head, you're thinking, "No, I should have." And the long you can't list hear of, it. you just can't. So. Right. So uh, that's something that we can talk about in in um, this visionary group as well. So I'm really excited about just where um, this course is going, and and just what it's going to offer each individual artist in in their needs as as they travel on and procreate. I love that it wraps a lot of things together for me in our conversation because we were talking about you know that gut check of are you doing something for yourself that moves you forward or or you know, speaks to you about what you're really wanting to do. So that, that sounds, I love your passion for this, Beth, too. You're just, I mean, 
you know, I'm looking at Beth on a screen and she's lit up. She's levitating off her chair when she's talking about this. And, <laughs> but it, it gets me excited to hear, you know, the different guests I have talk about what they're so passionate about. And this is a really good example of something that you've done for a long time. You've, you've done it yourself. Plus you've taught it at several levels. So you've learned and watched and, and sort of taken in what the possibilities could be and then where you would love to help people get with them. And so I think that's just the ultimate wonderful, generous sort of thing to do is to turn that around and say, okay, this lights me up. This, this is obviously one of the things that, that you want to be doing with the gut check. And then it helps so many of the rest of us learn something. And in a way, we've all stood in the same place. I mean, you've designed a lot of products and you know about licensing and those things. So Procreate is what you're focusing on, but you're also talking to us about bringing these other things in, these, having these other conversations and speakers and the ability to support each other through it. It's a win-win. You know, that's something where you're learning something, but you're learning to be more the artist that you're hoping to be, whatever that looks like. You know, I'm curious as to if somebody is think listening to this right now and thinking, oh, I've not even picked it up. I know there's a new pencil and all sorts of different things. Like, I don't know, where the, where do I even start? And there's very likely people listening that are very advanced in Procreate. So how do you see this working from one end of that spectrum to the other? Oh, that's such a good question, Margo. And what I can tell you is that the students I've already had, I've had students that um, weren't even artists in any way. Like one of my students was, um, she's an author, but not an artist. So creativity, yes. I mean, she's coming up with stories in her head. She's a published author. And she wrote to me and said, you know, could I take your class? And she asked me, is it okay? Can mm -hmm. I, would you let me? Because I don't draw. And so I was like, of course, you know, if you, if you haven't taken any Procreate and you don't know how to draw this, you can take this class and you will be at the level you're at and and then you'll advance from there. And then I've had um I've had people uh that are really uh, like professional um licensed artists that have taken my class that didn't know procreate but knew computers, you know, like I know Illustrator and I know Photoshop um but I think I'd like to know procreate. They've taken it and um uh and and have just hit the floor running with just how quickly they were able to start working on art professionally um, just in a couple weeks of of starting the class it didn't take them long to start thinking oh my gosh I know exactly what I'm going to do with this and then I've had um, other artists who've been working in procreate for a while and uh, I had one that that um, joined me this fall and she said, I've been working in Procreate for a while, but I think there's some holes of things I don't really know how to do. Would this still be a good class for me? Or, you know, is it like just too basic? And I said, I think you should take it because we do start um, from the basics and then you walk through and you're just, you can verify everything that you're doing. But we also get to the point where we're doing some pretty advanced things like um, repeat patterns. We we do some animation. Um, we work on what my favorite is uh, a mandala where we really get into how to work with rotational symmetry in Procreate and all the things you can do with um, symmetry. It's 
it's one of my favorite things. So there's a lot of a lot of more advanced things. Mm. So you you will see yourself doing that. And then um, just where you are in your art, you'll start seeing ways you can start applying your thoughts as an artist into into procreate. And I, I think I mention this almost every time a new module starts. Um, there is a, a, a welcome video from me about learn in this particular module as we start going through these new lessons. And I say over and over that as you start working, you're going to find your favorite techniques. You're going to Mm -hmm. find your favorite brushes. You're going to find the ways you connecting your um, unique art into Procreate. And that is why Procreate, if you look at the people that are working in Procreate, everyone's everyone's art looks completely different you know you've got you've got people that are doing graphic novels you've got people who are doing um real folksy um uh folk art you've got people doing realistic things that just look like oil paint or very loose watercolors no one looks at something and says oh that was inappropriate wasn't it you can't tell you can't tell and that's because procreate lets you the artists dictate what is created. And so this class is just going, let me show you how to use these tools. And then you take up where you're usually making your art if it's on canvas or on paper or however, if you're using gouache or oils or or spray paints. I mean, these are all things, they're brushes that you can buy and download and just open up your world and procreate even more. And that is something else that we learned to do is um, if you can't find the brush, let's go shopping for one. We go shopping for brushes and and learn how to look for them, where to look for them, how to download them, how to get them into your iPad. And then what can you do with that? So uh, just it, it's just opening up that world for you. It's not saying here's how you do the world and here's what your art will look like once you take my course. It is just saying here, here's this open book. You're going to write it all. I'm just going to tell you how to get to this point is you. It's not me. It's not anyone else. Your style will your iPad. As you're sitting on your patio, sipping lemonade, watching your dog run around in the yard in the summer day. I mean, it's, it is really that cool. It really is. <laughs> yeah. And you, you broke up for a minute there, but you were saying your style, it, it comes out, right? It, it just starts to be because you can take it with you and because it's portable and you're learning all these things. I feel like I've watched people just become, you know, bring out parts of their creativity that they wouldn't have otherwise because they didn't have the ability to use those materials and things. Hey there, it's Margo. I was wondering if you've heard the news. Coming soon to a screen near you, the Windowsill Chats Patreon membership. I had no idea when I started recording Windowsill Chats how it would grow and expand. By the end of 2022, the podcast had 50,000 listeners a month. That's just mind-blowing to me. And all I can say is thank you, dear listener. You are truly the lifeblood of this podcast, and it means so much. Here's the thing. I don't do this work for vanity numbers. Truly, it's my joy and passion to share content and build avenues for creatives to connect with other like-minded individuals. I strive to support you so you can grow and develop your own creative path. That's where the Windowsill Chats Patreon membership comes in. If you love the Windowsill Chats podcast, if it's helped you connect 
with other creatives. If you've learned from these conversations with our artist guests, then you'll love our new Patreon membership. I actually recorded a solo episode recently where I spill the tea on the membership. I share all about my favorite episodes and give you a sneak peek at all the creative goodies we have in store for you in 2023. Listen to Windowsill Chats episode 125 wherever you access your podcasts and sign up for my email list at tantowstudio.com to be the first to know all the yummy details on the new Windowsill Chats Patreon membership coming March 2023. Here's another thing that's really wonderful about about Procreate. You know, one of one of the things that you know you talk about um, someone that I was talking to when they were trying to decide if they were going to take Procreate. He's like, you know, one of the things that I love about my watercolor is that I always have these happy accidents. Um, and is 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 it Procreate so controlled that I won't see that anymore? And actually, um, Procreate allows you to do experimenting. So you can do something and undo it and see what happens if you do this and if you run this filter instead and you can check out things. But what you can do now that's different is if you do something, you're like, oh, took that a step too far. You can back up. You know, you don't have to keep it there. You don't ruin something because you worked on it too far or, you know, it's, it's you don't make those mistakes. There was um, years ago. I was doing um, some uh, edit- some editorial illustration for a children's textbook, and it was a series of children doing different activities. And one of them was they were underwater, and I was busy illustrating, and I was percent done with the illustration, and I suddenly realized the way I had drawn the water was not working. Mm. And, and there was no way to back away from what I had done. And I had to start over. And I probably, I don't know how many hours I had into the illustration, but it was the only thing I could do. And I knew exactly what I needed to do differently. Right. And I knew exactly when I needed to do it, but it was, and I always think that now with Procreate, you, you know, you can set up what is known and I think is the one of the best parts of Procreate is non-destructive art. Yeah. That allows you to build your art so that if you design yourself into a corner, you illustrate yourself into a corner, you can undo and rearrange things because you're yeah. able to um, set up layers and and you can undo. There are 250 undos that you can do. You know, it, <laughs> So it can take you back quite a ways find out where that mistake was made. But um, that is something that we talk about in the course a lot is just how to set up that art so that you are able to go in and um, and find out if you want to change something or or if um, if you've done if you've done a illustration and you have someone that wants to purchase your illustration, but they're like, um, we like it, but we'd like it to be um, green instead of blue. Mm-hmm. It's you don't have to redo it in green. You don't have to start over to make it green right. or you don't have to scan it in and try to do a hue saturation thing. You can go in to your artwork and if. Um, you can go in and find the layer where you need to work on that color and the rest of your drawing can be untouched. So there's a lot that you can do to um, create more art. That's something that we're going to be doing in the winter um, workshop is uh, creating one thing mm-hmm. and then making that thing three things. Oh, I love in, that. In, so that you're you're not starting over doing three things separately. But by the time things look different and unique so well and I mean being such a portfolio 
person. You know, I look at so many and I think about it all the time and I see so many things that I feel like could be repurposed, but they're not necessarily. And this, what you're saying right now is a great example of a changing the color or using that thing different ways. You know, you, you drew this Uh element. You could take that element over here and make it a product. You could take it over here and make it a pattern. You could change the color. You could make it look more kid-like. There's so many things you could do with one Uh thing. And I think that's a highly over overlooked topic. I love that. Um, yeah. You said this winter. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say too, one, one of the things I love to do, and I just did this um, in some drawings. I was sending out some Easter artwork <laughs> just over Christmas. And there was a bird that I had. This bird would look great in this drawing that I was doing, but this bird I did like last summer. So I just went in through my Procreate art, found my bird and the layers that bird was drawn on. And then I pulled it in and you can move that art from one procreate drawing into another one um, and, and it's easy to do and it's something that again it just stretches your art so that you're not saying I now I need to redraw that bird so it can be somewhere else no you just go get the bird and bring it in and it, it should work fine for you so yeah oh yeah oh I can't wait to can't wait to see what people do. I mean, I mean, I am, uh, I mean, obviously I do see what people do with Procreate every day, but I feel like you're approaching it this, this way, because as a teacher and an educator for so many levels from students and ages and everything, you have seen something that needs to be done slightly differently or in a way that it feels approachable and understandable and all that. And I think that that's what you've created here. Yeah. um, My main concern with my course was that I would be able to, even if I wasn't able to actually talk to every student that was there, that every student would be able to take this course and find how for them as an artist. And I I think, yeah, yeah, if, if, um, if you could go through everything I say and, and just, uh, (laughs) put a tick mark for every time I say your unique art, your unique art. So you can do your art because it's, it's not about me. It's about you and how you can make this work for yourself. Mm. And that, that is what's important. And if you're looking at yourself, you know, you are your best asset. Nothing as a creative person is more important than yourself. So if you're, you know, if you're looking, like we said earlier, you know, for something that will take you out of your comfort zone and spark that creativity a little bit more to make you think about your art in different ways, um, Procreate's a way to do that. And you know, what's interesting is that um, before I started working in Procreate, I did all my art. I loved watercolor pencils on um, either illustration paper or watercolor paper or illustration board. And um, what I liked about them was I could I could do the pencils and then I could go back in and wash things up with a brush with water. And I loved just playing with color and how color blended together. And there was a part of my brain that would always just go, oh, this is a good place for blue and let's bring an orange over here. And, and I, it's a way I talked to myself when I was blending colors. And I, I want to let everyone know that that doesn't go away when you start working in Procreate. You still do the same thing. You, you hear yourself talking to yourself just like you did when you were reaching for the yellow pencil or, or um, you know, adding more paint to your palette. You do that same thing, except you're working, you know, digitally with 
palette, but you still say to yourself, this is a good place for me to bring in orange or blue, or let's blend these together. And uh, let's make that a little bit more watery. And there's so many ways for you just to create the art that you did mm-hmm. and still be thinking in the same way. So you're not, that. you don't have to say to yourself, I have to think like a tech person to do this right. because you don't, you don't, your pencil becomes your paintbrush or it becomes your, your pastel or your charcoals or whatever mm-hmm. it is that you've chosen from your brush library. I just, I think of, you know, selfishly for myself that I, I love to paint, but I don't do it very much because my studio is not in my house And Mm. I'm not, I haven't painted, I mean, I've painted a lot, but I haven't, I don't feel like I have my own style. I feel like I flop around from one thing to another. And I feel like something like this would, would enable me to just try things. You know, it's like read 10 minutes, do procreate for 10 minutes, you know, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. it's just, it, it, it allows you to have that time. I mean, I know we've keep saying this, so we're excited about that, obviously, but you mentioned that it's happening soon. So talk to me about um, the workshops you have coming up and enrolling in the class. Yeah, so we're looking right now at the middle of January. Um, and there are three winter workshops. It's the same workshop offered three different times, hopefully um, at a time that will be convenient for someone. So there's a workshop on January 20th that will be at 11 o'clock standard time in the morning. Then I have two more um, workshops and these are going to be in the evening because I did a lot of exploring when the most uh, popular times were for uh, workshops. And when I say evening, it's central standard time. So, you know, if you're, for you guys out there on the West Coast, it'll be a little earlier, late afternoon for you. But so we have one on Tuesday, January 24th, that will be 6 p.m. central standard time. And then one on Thursday, January 26th, that will be at five o'clock Central Standard Time. And what we're going to do there is there are two tutorials. And while you can follow along, I, I know a lot of people feel anxious, like I won't be able to keep up. And that is something you don't have to worry about because um, there's a replay that's sent out really shortly after the workshop is over and you'll be able to watch and rewatch that. And, uh, and it, it will allow you then to start and stop the tutorial as you're going along. So it, you can follow along uh, real time or you can stop it so you can work on areas where you want to just spend a little bit of extra time on your drawing and then turn on the, the, re- the replay again when you're ready to take up. And so that allows you plenty of time to get your art done. And we do two tutorials and they're, like I had said, we're going to draw something and then we're going to take the thing we drew and we're going to multiply it. Nice. And we do that in a really short tutorial that shows you how quickly you can make new art um, and uh, and just make it different colors and different shapes and and really change it up so that it, it increases that collection that you might be mm-hmm. trying to build. So it, it shows you just how that ingenuity is. So I am just teasing you with what you can do with it. And then my hope is that everybody will be like, oh my gosh, if I did that, you can do that. And what I love is um, for people to share how uh, one of my students was like, I I did the tutorial, but I went a little rogue on it. And I instead, I love that because it is exactly that very thing is I, 
you inspired me to do something I love to do. And I, so I took the tutorial and I took it right on its head. And I, this is what I did. Here's the result. So I, I love it when everybody emails me back and shows me what they worked on. So we're going to do that for the, um, the workshop. It also is a good time for you just to understand, um, my the way I teach and how I how I interact with um, with you as a student and then I explain a little bit more just about what to expect in enrollment for Learn the Art of Procreate and we'll discuss a little more about the three levels for you to choose from to decide you know what your needs are so that whatever you decide to do for enrollment you as an artist as far as your needs and the time that you'd like to put towards um, this artistic effort. So um, enrollment for Learn the Art of Procreate will be opening up on the 20th of January. And because I work so closely with the class, enrollment is, is open until the 31st of January. And then the class itself on February 1st. So the way class works is a module is dropped every week. So there are eight modules. And then if you take the visionary level, there will be an additional two weeks for implementation and a couple more speakers and your final one-on-one -on -one with me. So we'll be wrapping up and just sort of molding, you know, what you're seeing yourself what you're envisioning for yourself, you know, down the road as an artist. So um, the thing I talk about a lot too is that while this class is eight weeks long, it doesn't mean that you have to take the whole class in eight weeks. Mm -hmm. Because what I know is that life is life and it often gets in. And so um, if you've if you've enrolled in Learn the Art of Procreate, you have lifetime access to um, all the videos, all the supplements, um, all the troubleshooting videos that I also put in place. You have access to that for lifetime. So if at the end of eight weeks, you've only done six modules, mm -hmm. or maybe you've only done one or two, it's okay because it's still there for you. And nice. I have a post-it note on my computer that says it doesn't matter how slowly you go as long as you don't stop. <laughs> so you want to just keep moving. And and so as long as you are keeping that practice up, uh, you will be building your expertise with Procreate. So it does, you don't have to keep up, although I do have students that do that, that are like, okay, let's go. It's, it's, it's Tuesday. Let's start Procreate. You know, what is new? And then I have other students that are like, I'm so sorry. I'm only on module whatever. And I always tell them, you don't have to apologize. Just keep working. And keep producing your work and then share it with me. Um, everybody has access to my email so um, they can they can show me what they're working on. Nothing makes me happier than seeing um, either uh, the result from a lesson or something that someone's done because of where they are or what they've learned in procreate. So lots of lots of things to learn and do and just be inspired by but there's no rush. There's no, there's no homework that has to be turned in. Otherwise, you know, you're not going to get anything from the class. I love that. So people can take, there's three opportunities to take the workshop to find out a little bit more about it, which mm -hmm. sounds fantastic. And then the enrollment begins at the similar time and yes. starts January 20th. It'll go till the end of the month. And then mm -hmm. eight week class starting 
the beginning of February. Beginning of February, yes. So it is the middle of January. And if you're somebody and you're thinking, ah, I really think that sounds awesome. I highly suggest that you get on my wait list. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to www.bdi-create.today, you can get on my wait list. And there's a couple things that are good for you if you're on the wait list. Number one, you will get... Um, first knowledge of the invitations to the workshop. And you'll also um, get on the email list, which is important. And you'll have all that information going on. And there's a really sweet surprise gift mm. for everyone that signs up for the wait list. So um, it's really worth your time to nice. sign up there. And yeah, it just it's really easy to find it. If you go to the website, it'll take you straight there. And you'll also be able to read a little bit more about just what's what's being offered in um, Learn the Art of Procreate. So I, I'm very excited about this winter class. I cannot wait for it to begin. I love that too. And you know, back I'm going to circle back around to what do we want this year to look like? What do we want to gain and learn and play with that we might not have, or we might've been thinking about. And this is one beautiful, juicy example of something that's, it's going to be, it's going to be many tools for our our toolboxes, I think. And I'm excited. about. Yes. Well, I, one of my students that I had last summer um, was telling me that uh, she's someone that's been a professional licensed artist for quite a while. And she said she'd noticed, you know, just with the pandemic and, um, uh, supply chain problems and, and just the change in the kinds of arts that companies were buying that she was seeing a little dip in just how productive her licensing work was. And she, and that is why I know I need to invest in myself mm-hmm. because I need to stay as sharp as I can Mm-hmm. what I need to do to um, stay current and and nimble. And mm-hmm. so she said, I, I'm, that's why I'm taking this class right now. I am mm-hmm. going to um, just get out there and, and add a new tool to my box. And, and, and I, I thought, wow, that's just a really great way to look at that. You are your most important asset. And yes. so you, it's important for you to know when to, in, when to invest in yourself, whether that's taking Procreate or whether it is updating um, an old computer uh, or, or even saying, um, you know, I need a new paintbrush because I have, you know, this one's falling apart or whatever it might be that is going to help you get your creative work done better. My husband always tells me that, you know, like don't pinch pennies with this, Beth. If you need it, go get it. It'll speed up your productivity. It'll make Mm -hmm. you more creative. It'll just help you get more work accomplished in the way you want to want to get it accomplished. So um, think about that. Is it, it, it's important to know when to gift yourself. We thought about that all during, during December, you know, what are you buying everyone and what gifts do you need to get for everyone on your list? And so now it's January and we're, we're thinking about ways to be nasty. Yeah. It's your turn. It is your turn. What are you going to do? to make this year um, about you. If you've not focused on yourself enough and, oh my gosh, how many of us are like that? You need to know that that you can find a community of creatives who will be proud of you mm-hmm. and your efforts and give you praise and help you along 
and um, just give you that sense of uh, encouragement and confidence and uh, productivity that sometimes you don't get. Uh, So many of us are um, working in our studios. We have a lot of friends that aren't creative. We have family members that don't understand art um, and they don't understand the business of art. Mm -hmm. Um, So it is important your group of people that can understand your pain points and understand what lights you and can encourage you with um, just how you're moving forward with your art. So that is that is something that I concentrate on a lot um, in uh, Learn the Art of Procreate is just how well are you doing and, yeah. you know, where, how are you today as an artist and, and how is that compliments and, and encouragement and, and get, that is coming from other artists as well. It feels like a very safe, supportive, creative community, no matter kind of where you are, like we mentioned. So why not is what I say. Why not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks Beth for, yeah. for yeah. wanting to share this here because I think there's so many people listening that would really benefit. I know myself included. So I'm really looking forward to that first workshop and, and seeing what I can do with that for sure. Yes. Yes. Uh, And I just, I just have to say too, I feel like you're one of those people that, you know, you try it yourself, but then you teach others. You're such a natural teacher. So the fact that you've learned from this and you're bringing it back around, uh, to, to so many people is, is really a gift. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you know, when I first started learning procreate, I was almost a almost that's how 95% of my artwork was getting accomplished because it it there was part of me that thought oh, there people are going to think I'm cheating somehow you know that I'm not mm-hmm. really creating my art and then um if you stop and look at what you're doing your hand is on a pencil your hand is yeah. in a brush you're still creating you're still drawing you're still rendering it's just it's just in your iPad. It's just digital. And people, it because it's digital, it's so much easier to to where it needs to go, whether that's product or to an agent or to a company yeah. that's interested in buying your art. You you automatically can send them those PSD files that are layered in, in, a, yeah. in a fashion that will be helpful for them. It is really an asset um, professionally as well as creatively. So I, it took me a while, but I finally realized, oh my gosh, I am just, again, that there, Procreate is an asset that should be shouted from the mountains. And so <laughs> that's why, that's why I've, I've changed my tune in it, that I'm not going to be quiet about this anymore. It needs to be shared that it is an, a great avenue for expressing what is in you that wakes you up at three o'clock in the morning. It says, I need <laughs> to get this out, right? <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh goodness. Well, I can't wait. You know, we all need those assets that, that, you know, when we, when we feel like we're helping ourselves move, move forward in what is happening in the world today, like this is going to help me. This is going to put more eyes on my work. This will help me create things in an easier way. All those are positive things, I think. Mm -hmm. Okay. I need to know who's inspiring you. Today. Okay. So um, <laughs> since it wasn't that long ago that we talked, I had to like think, okay, what am I going to talk about here? So a um, couple things that I, I wanted to bring up with one of the things I realized when I was looking at like, where is that inspiration coming? And 
you know, there's so many of us out there that are really getting charged up about doing um, challenges and, yes. and, th and that is helping out with inspiration. And um, a, a long time ago, I don't know, uh, I think um, Sally and Nate who have, yes. um, they draw and cook, they've mm -hmm. been around, I, I don't know, almost I can't say they were the first challenges out there, but a long time ago, they mm -hmm. started that up to artists about like let's let's do this and I actually uh, have been so inspired by them that one of my one of the um, projects I do for my um, my digital illustration class on my campus the college campus is is based off of um, they draw and cook mm -hmm. and I even have them set it up in the strange um, fashion of the long banner type yeah. of um, format and I just think it's uh, an, it's an interesting way for artists to go out and say, you know, okay, I am going to step up the things that I want to draw and I'm going to think about something in the way that a client might ask for it that would be mm -hmm. out of my comfort zone and makes me and will make me think differently about color or texture or topic or subjects. So I think um, uh, that uh, while that's inspiring me, I think it, it's inspiring a lot of artists in it. That's a really great way to, you know, get yourself um, thinking creatively and working again with another community of artists. So, so that's one. Great. I and love then, that one. And then um, I I have to give a shout out to my pastor. She is um, she's from Korea, and what I love about her is um, a long time ago I have been thinking, you know, that in order for our world to just be better and understand each other more, we really need to learn how to coexist. And so that is something that my pastor I think does so well. She um, is not only um, a pastor, but she's also she's also a meditation teacher. Oh those two those two aspects of faith together in a way that says you know meditation prayer life and prayer life will help with your meditation mm -hmm. and I have to say that spending time meditating has helped me in so many ways with my creativity and that it it helps me uh, quiet myself down and mm -hmm. and, and uh, find ways to focus without the noise. It also has really helped me settle that anxiety that I have about my art because um, I'm able to read my feelings better almost in like colors. Like mm. uh, what am I feeling right now and what color is that? Or how heavy it is, you know, if you're super happy about something to me that is unloading, you're feeling really light. But if I if I wake up in the morning and there's something heavy on me, you know how that just like it is literally feels like your heart is lower than it was before you yeah. went to bed. Yeah. Then you sit and I can sit and think, okay, what is that? And I can determine where and what that thing is before I let it really bother other parts of my world or it makes me treat others differently. So I really I just celebrate um, my pastor for 
again, giving me that that permission to say, you know what, it's okay to wander outside of what is considered your faith and mm-hmm. look at another's faith and find strength in that and and pull it together so that you can become a better person. So I, I, I while that that isn't necessarily an art, artistic thing, it's not an artist thing, it's still based in creativity oh, because it allows your headspace to really open up in so many different planes. Well, and you even said it's helped you in your creativity. And I think, you know, I think that's what a, what a nice con- and unusual combination as well. What's her mm-hmm. name? Her name is, well, it, um, we call her Pastor Hannah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but she is, uh, she's just helped at thinking that, you know, when you are meditating, it is the same as um, praying, you know, so, so she, she is someone that is inspiring me. And then the last thing I, I've, decided to talk about again was this isn't based immediately with art but it again it has helped my creative head is a book that I'm in the middle of it's called The Gap and the Gain and uh, it is about just when we are it's by Dan Sullivan it is talking about um, just where we are measuring our success and that we spend so much time comparing ourselves to others that quite often we we push ourselves down because we're measuring against places where we can't elevate ourselves to yet. So if you're living in the gap, what you're concentrating on is what didn't happen mm-hmm. or what you wished happened or how you're comparing yourself with others. So you're living in a, you're living in the dark area. You know, it's yeah. it's um the negative space, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're living in the gain, then you are celebrating the accomplishments that you have made. Mm-hmm. You're allowing yourself to say, good on you. Look what you did today. So, you know, you still have to do the work. You should celebrate the achievements that you've made and understand that where you are right now, you did a good job today and you should be proud of what you've accomplished so far. Right? Yes. What a great book. I'm, I'm going to get that for sure. Yeah, it, it, uh, it is something I think, um, you know, artists are overachievers, most of us, yeah. a lot of us, you know, mm-hmm. and we're also super critical. And yeah. so um, it is so easy for us to always think, yeah, I guess this is good. But, uh, you know, if if we hang our art on the wall, how many of us take a look and go, why didn't I just smudge that a little more? Why yeah. that I could have, the perspective <laughs> is off or, you know, we keep going. <laughs> I have a painting on my wall that I did years ago and I'm still look at it and think, oh, if I just blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it also yep. is a good reminder of this is where I was then when I did it. Next time it'll mm-hmm. look a little different. And and it's kind of, I mean, I love looking at people's work and seeing the growth, you know, or the change. Yes. I really do. Yeah. And then that's, that would be a good way to say you're living in the gain is if you can look at that painting, Margot, and say, that's how I did art that day. Now, if mm-hmm. I did that again, I would. And these are the things I've now learned and I can do differently. Yeah. So it's, you know, that's, that's that, um, that whole perspective, you know, just like, what are you focusing on, you know, and how can you make that focus so that you can be better to yourself? Yeah, I, I yeah. agree. And I think, you know, that's exactly what you're doing with this class is you're, mm-hmm. you're giving us a place to try something safely with room for 
approaching it however we would like, whichever works best mm-hmm. for us, and watch ourselves improve and gain yeah. new tools. And I love that. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I just really excited about the students I've had and where they, they continue to get in touch with me and say, look what I've done, or here's what I'm going to be doing. The author that I told you about, um, she is, uh, she's going to be a new grandma and she's planning on doing a children's book where she's going to do the writing and do her own illustrations. So, you know, whether she self publishes that or she just publishes it for grandkids, you know, that's something she wasn't going to be able to do a year from now. And um, a lot of the, a couple of the emails I've just sent out to my email list is just like, imagine if you start today, you know, what could you be doing a month from now or a year from now? Imagine what that could be. I think we all need to remember that in so many ways. Like imagine if you saved a dollar this week, where would you be in a year from now? Whatever those things are. So this is a great example. You also, I did want to mention too, that this March, you'll be the windowsill workshop guest. I will. Yes. Super excited about that. Oh, me too. Um, I am really jazzed about doing this. And working with you is always just like a highlight of my day. So having another, another reason to get together and commune with you will be fun. It will. And we'll, we'll all learn there. I'm looking forward to that too. Beth, thank you so much for being here today. And I just think we're aligned on just supporting people and the growth and, and being true to ourselves and so many other things. So thanks for another opportunity to talk about that. And I can't wait to see where the people that take your class this year will get. And I've got to sign up and be right there as well. So thanks. (laughs) Well, I always tell my students that just imagine what you could create today in Procreate. And it's, it is true. It's just, it, imagine, just imagine what you could be doing. If you sign up by the end of February, you will be able to say, look what I've done. Uh, that's fantastic. And we can we can taste that. It's so close. For those people who aren't able to take this in February, but it sounds so tantalizing, what are the opportunities to take it later in the year? Good question, Margot. Um, I do three launches every year. So we have a winter class, a summer class, and a fall class. And in um, for the summer class, we'll have some webinars that will be starting um, the week of May 22nd. If this were planned, the webinar should be on May 23rd, the 25th, and the 30th. And then class would begin on um, May on June 5th. So uh, registration would begin when that first webinar begins um, that week of the 22nd. And then we'll have our fall class and that will be starting. Looks like we're going to aim for that being on the 5th of September, another workshop on the 7th and the last one on the 12th. So we'll have registration opening on the 5th and it will go through the 15th. And then our first module will start on the 18th of September then. So we'll have three chances to um, have, uh, you know, you sign up so you can find out, you know, with your season of life or just the way your work um, is either in a huge activity or a quiet time, you can figure out if there would be a better time for you to um, take Learn the Art of Procreate. And if you are wanting to do a later course, make sure that you get onto uh, my email list because you will get information about 
when that's going to happen. And when it gets on the run up to it, uh, make sure you get on the wait list because we always have special gifts mm. and surprises for everyone that's on the wait list. So um, if you don't take the class in uh, for winter, make sure you get on the wait list for the summer class or the fall or for the, the fall class. And uh, you'll be happy you did that. Oh, perfect. Oh, great. Thanks. So there's lots of opportunities to learn and we will just all be right there. I can't wait. Before you go, I just want to say a quick thanks for tuning in. I hope you found something useful to take away and something to make you think. For those of you listening in on Spotify, and I know there are many, you now have the cool option to show your love for Windowsill Chats quickly and easily. From the show page in the Spotify app, you can simply tap to rate it one to five stars. And of course, I'll really appreciate it too if you leave a review wherever you might be listening. See you next week, lovelies, and I hope it's a creative one.